0: There it is. The season is over. We are on to the NFL playoffs, the postseason, and, of course, talking about playoffs. (laughs) It did kind of sound like that unintentionally. Uh, And, of course, talking about 2023, we're going to unveil our top 12 players in PPR for 2023, and we're actually doing a mock draft later today, so yes, we are getting right into it. Adam Azer, Dave Richard, and Jamie Eisenberg. Heath Cummings is disappearing for two weeks, I believe, so we'll be the three of us uh, on the mic. Maybe we'll mix in some of the other guys but uh, for, the, uh, for the upcoming weeks, but remember, three episodes per week going forward. Good afternoon to Jamie and Dave. Jamie, how you feeling? Just overall NFL playoffs, first round coming up, like, what? where are you right now in the NFL playoff landscape?
2: um i think there's going to be a few lopsided games Uh, i think san francisco wins easily i think the Bengals, especially if there's no lamar jackson win easily i think the bills if there's no Tua, they win easily and then there's going to be i think a couple of really close or three really close games i think you have uh the bucks cowboys game should be close i think the giants vikings game should be close and the chargers jaguars game should be close so i'm really looking forward to seeing how all these things unfold I'm, i'm i'm really like immersed in this right now because I'm doing playoff challenge rankings mm-hmm. and trying to map out who is going to advance the farthest because you want to accrue the most points. And so, you know, the teams that you think can advance from the wild card round obviously have the most appeal because you're playing four games if you think a team can get to the Super Bowl. So San Francisco to me seems like a, a very logical team to gravitate toward because they have the easiest path to getting there. You know, the Bengals and Bills right. are going to cross paths. So if you like one of those teams to advance past the other and then get past the Chiefs most likely, that could be four games of just a uh, crazy production too. So um, it's, it's been, it's been fun. Uh, that story will be up probably by the time you're listening to this. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited about
0: it. How about you, Dave? What are you thinking?
3: How many NFC teams have a quarterback that was taken with a first round pick, a starting quarterback Giants. in the NFL draft, in the NFC. Number one pick. Not a fantasy draft. Not
0: in the NBA draft or the, no, yeah, in the NFL draft. draft the, just the, the actual Giants.
2: national football league. We are, yeah. we are a fantasy show. Um,
3: just
0: the Giants. Uh, none. Oh, Gi- Giants and uh, Geno Smith, first round?
2: No, Geno was, yeah, was a second round pick. Geno was a two. The one.
3: Cousins was a four, I'm pretty sure. Jalen was a two. Yeah. Brock Purdy was the last pick in the draft.
2: So Daniel Jones is the only one.
3: It's yep. only Daniel Jones. <laughs> I thought
0: that that was interesting. That is interesting. Wow. All right. So I guess that means the I Giants mean, are going to win or do anything. But <laughs> how,
2: many <laughs> of, how many of the quarterbacks in the playoffs have won a playoff game in the NFC? Brady. Donald has Brady, Brady won a playoff game? I think he's, uh, he's won a couple. Yeah. Dak. No, Dak. Uh, Cousins, next I don't think number never one playoff game. Wow, is it just Brady? I believe it's just Brady.
3: <laughs> um, Kirk Cousins, come on, guys! Kirk Cousins. Oh, Kirk down. Win, yeah. Drew Brees. Let's go! <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right.
0: <laughs> Wait, so Jamie, you, I <laughs> guess you We're don't. We're just trying think...
3: to just credit Kirk
2: Cousins as much as possible.
3: You don't think
0: Lamar all. Jackson's going to play, Jamie?
2: I don't know. I mean, I, re- I really don't know. So I-, I think the Bengals still win if Lamar Jackson plays. You know, no disrespect to the Ravens, but obviously the Bengals are. Playing in a different level right now, and he's not going to be 100. You know, so the uh, the timetable for the injury this is you know four to six weeks. You know, so this will be week six of him, uh, you know, expected to return. So um, you got to be a little bit worried about Baltimore if if there is no Lamar Jackson, especially if there's no Tyler Huntley as well.
0: I think the Bengals are going to win the Super Bowl. I think that's if I'm going to do some playoff challenges, it's going to be Bengals heavy. They cer- certainly have the toughest path, but and they would have to unlike the Bills, they'd have to go to Arrowhead and win. If the Bills and the Chiefs meet in the AFC championship game, it'll be at a neutral site. Um but, well, Burrow
2: uh, owns Patrick home, so.
0: Yeah, and I mean they're just they are playing phenomenal football right now. But I, I think uh they they have a tough both teams could have a tough draw if the Bills and the Bengals if the starting quarterbacks for their opponents play seems unlikely for Tua as we sit here on Monday. Um, but there was a report that Lamar Jackson was had a good chance to play in the playoffs. Well, there, there were actually gonna, different reports.
2: Be? Schefter, I believe, said going into week 18 that Lamar Jackson should be on track to return. Rappaport said the status is still unknown. And, and every time Harbaugh opens his mouth, you know, from, from the beginning of this until last week, it's gotten more and more pessimistic.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Well, it's a lot to, lot to consider. It's very, uh, very exciting. Probably not going to be a great week of wild card, but you never know. You never know. The NFL has a tendency to surprise us. All right. So, who is like the lowest seed on either side that you could see making a run to at least the conference championship? Tampa.
2: The lowest seed on either side would be the Chargers as a five seed.
0: Okay. So, if they.
2: I don't even know if the Chargers get out of the first round. They right. may not get out of the Tampa first round. Tampa may not get out of
3: the first round. Tampa may not either.
0: either. They're, they're uh, underdogs at home, three points to the Cowboys. If the Chargers beat the Jaguars, they're one-point favorites. That game Saturday night, then Boy, we don't know who their opponent put your would be. Money
3: on Tampa. It's Cowboys minus three. Yeah, in Tampa. Mm-hmm.
0: They're begging you to put your money on Tampa. Uh, yeah, I don't buy that stuff. I mean, like, why, why okay. are they begging you to put their money on your money on Tampa? They,
3: they because they think <laughs> Dallas is going to win by more than
0: three. They and are Dallas creating a market for the last couple of weeks. I don't buy. It. That's is that really how Vegas works? I mean, they're creating sometimes, a market. They want equal they action do. on both sides. Sometimes they do. Yes. Um, Dallas, I mean, it, like, Tampa is so bad. It's crazy. They've they've played so poorly. It's crazy. Tom Brady was 13 of 17 for 84 yards and a touchdown at the Falcons yesterday. Oh, I mean, nobody's going to notice he did? it. Who cares
3: what
2: he did in week 18?
3: He didn't been
0: have Mike Evans. Year. And he didn't have Leonard Fnett. I know, but it's all year. But they've been bad all year. Uh, they, they really, they're yeah, 8 Yeah, but and nine. again,
2: getting Ryan Jensen back, Cowboys look absolutely disastrous. They do look bad. Right. The Washington Commanders. and Dax look bad. Uh, I, I think the other part of that is, um, you know, the, the who, who do you feel more com- confident in? Tom I, Brady at home? Yeah. Or the Cowboys who haven't won a road playoff game, I think, maybe since you've
0: been born. No, actually, I think so. I'm going to take the Bucks. I, I <laughs> All that said, I think I'm going to take the Bucs, but they're really not good. I mean, they're just not good. They're, they're going to get destroyed in round two. Whoever, I mean, the, the Cowboys, at their best, the Cowboys are a lot better than the Bucs, I think. I'll, yes. That all agree, but they're with. not playing their best right
3: well, now. Well, wait a minute though. At at the Bucks, well, I don't know if we've seen the Bucks best this year.
0: Maybe they their it best this year
3: is not as good as the Cowboys
2: best. It was I'll, Carolina. I'll their, their best was Carolina. So they're getting they're getting right at the right time.
3: Right, but it was Carolina, a depleted Carolina. Yeah, they're not going to see anything like that the rest of the way. Correct.
0: All right, all right uh, what's the, uh, So here's, here's what we're going to do. We're going to go through some Week 18 observations. Just you know, some scraps from the fantasy season. Some interesting things. We're going gonna... sure to Week 18. Week eighteen, yes, yes, very funny. I said week seventeen in the text yesterday. Hilarious, amazing moment. Yes, uh, we're gonna do some news and notes, say Aaron Rodgers' future, Michael Thomas contract, and then we're gonna do our top twelve in PPR and see what we're thinking. I don't. We are not gonna. I know we're not gonna all agree on the number one pick. I don't know who Jamie and Dave have. It's not the same guy as me, um, but we could have three different number one picks.
2: I think I'm giving you the first pick. I'm gonna set it up that way so you actually
0: do it. Actually, I would like for that to happen because I'm I'm gonna try to take I'm gonna take Kelsey, and we're gonna see how it plays out. Uh, all right. Anyway, week 18 observations. Dave, what stood out to you in week 18?
3: What stood out to me in week 18 was well, I mean I'm just gonna go right to the Sunday night game, and how the Packers still couldn't get their act together, still couldn't call a great game uh, against the Lions. I I thought that the Lions would play tough no matter whether a playoff spot was on the line or not, but they they were great. And this is a team that's really, really set up well for the future. Uh, I I love the play that was negated by Jamison Williams. He had a catch-and-run touchdown that was called back by a penalty. That dude's going to be amazing. Mm. Really looking forward to seeing him in his second season, not having to worry about his knee, his speed clearly not affected by the ACL tear. Goff played well. Their offensive line is such a huge strength for them. This is a team, the Lions, that are going to be very trendy, very popular next year. And they're going in the right direction. Well, I think the Packers are going to end up being one of the bottom feeders in 2023. They just, they look like a mess. They've got some great pieces on defense. Some of them are hotheads that push trainers out of the way like idiots. But I just I I think that I'm already ready to bail. On almost all the Packers players in fantasy drafts next year. Wow! And I'm already ex- and that includes Christian Watson. Why? I'm excited about. Well, who's this quarterback? And well, he, right. If it, if it, it's, it's not Aaron Rodgers. It's that might be an upgrade. Jordan Love. I don't know if I'm ready to say that Jordan Love is an upgrade over Aaron Rodgers right now. And I'm not this sure if Rodgers is the best and, guy. And I'm and not sure if Love is, is the best love. guy be to run that offense. So I'm I'm a little nervous wow, about harsh. Christian Watson. That's a takeaway for me. I'm um, Probably going to draft Jameson Williams over Christian Watson, especially if Watson doesn't have Rodgers.
0: If Watson does have Rodgers, though, you know, just Rodgers just falls in love with that number one guy and looks for him in the end zone all the time. And I, I, I was I was watching the game with a couple of friends last night, and I just I was like, I'm going to draft so much Christian yeah, hey, Watson. You
3: were ready to take Christian. I love.
0: Well, yeah, I, I've always kind of wanted. But you were ready to draft too. I'm. That, Do we get in an I hour? Two hours. Yeah. Um, how about you, Jamie? Week eighteen observations.
2: Um good for Lovey Smith to take a dump on the team right before he got got fired uh, by, <laughs> by winning that game. Uh, Would you say
3: he took
2: a number 2? He did take a number 2 for number. And two. now they've got the number um, 2. Uh all-time Bears legend, Lovey Smith. Um I don't know. There's so much not to really take away from Week 18. It was really a lot of bad football. All right. Uh across the board. I don't know. I mean, you could clearly see how much these teams need their quarterbacks. We ran a graphic yesterday on HQ of the guys who were starting yesterday of, and it didn't even include Joe Flacco, you know, Skylar Thompson, Nathan Peterman, um, Davis Webb, uh, Cole, uh, what's his name? David Blau, you know, just so awful. Um, Anthony Brown, you know, just, just, it's so hard to, to, to see what these teams are. I will say this though. It's, it it was awesome to see the Falcons get Tyler Algier a thousand yards rushing um i think he's going to be a very interesting player next year depending on how they address their backfield and, and as Heath has pointed out and makes a lot of sense you know it may not be 2023 but these guys that get drafted late or in the case of james robinson an undrafted free agent that have these you know standout seasons so take this into account with damian pierce and, and tyler algier they don't usually last very long as standout fantasy options so we'll see how much their team's remain committed to them, how much their systems still favored them. Uh, But both had really good rookie seasons, and we'll see what happens to them moving forward.
0: Yeah, uh, there was also just a really bad fantasy week, even for the the great players that were playing for stuff. I mean, Mahomes, Saturday, for example, the Chiefs, the two games, Chiefs-Raiders, Jags-Titans, Mahomes and Lawrence, we're not good, and Henry well, I mean, and ETN you know, Henry was okay, but ETN Christian, was terrible. Christian
2: Kirk thought he would play great. He was great. He was great. Um, mm-hmm. You know, chasing his incentives, he got him. Um, I thought Zach Moss gonna have a big game. He did. Uh, you know, good matchup. All right, but who are your top five
0: quarterbacks? Huh? Who are your top five quarterbacks in Week 18? I think four oh, of them were all bad. bad. Yes,
2: they're they're all bad. Well, not um, not Josh Allen no. was
0: great, and the other four were bad. Yep, Mahomes, Lawrence. But, but we, we
2: said this though. that Hurts could be a little limited. You know, yeah. just to be careful with it. Um, right. You know, we, we thought that there was a chance of, you know, some of these situations arising. You know, Justin Herbert was was very up in the air because of how much would they play, and they played more than we expected. Yeah. Way more.
0: Uh, I'm going to just shout out a few things, and you tell me if they mean anything. Ronald Jones led the team in carries, had a rushing touchdown. What the hell? That's
3: the first thing you're going to shout out? What Week the 18. hell?
0: But it was a game they were playing for something. But okay, we'll see what happens in the playoffs. Uh, they also did ring around the Rosie. So <laughs>
3: I don't know how serious they took that
0: game. <laughs> What? They were playing for the 1C. They took it seriously. Deontay Johnson, 10 targets, had an almost touchdown. He was a yard or two away, but he finishes the season with 882 yards, no touchdowns, on 147 targets. Wow.
2: Most targets by a mile for a receiver without a touchdown.
3: He did catch a two-point conversion, Mm -hmm. so he got a third of a touchdown.
0: Mac Jones scored over 20 fantasy points in his last three games. The Bengals, Dolphins, and Bills were his opponents. Mac Jones.
2: Give him an offense coordinator. Yeah, and a receiver.
0: Uh, Russell Wilson, two games without Nathaniel Hackett, and they made some changes. They used some Mm -hmm. bigger personnel to try to set up their play action game. How about this? In the last, uh, in the first, uh, I guess, fifteen games, first sixteen weeks of the season, Denver was twenty fifth in play action rate. In their last two games, after firing Hackett, they were eighth, and uh, Wilson had two of his four best games. That I think that means something.
3: Mm -hmm. I really do. I think that comes down to the coach. I, I would expect them to hire a quality coach or, or at least have a quality play caller, and I think Russ is a bounce back candidate next year.
0: Yeah, I had forgotten that they had the Dolphins' first round pick from the Bradley Chubb trade, so they do have some capital, but it, it, they still have very limited draft capital if they want Sean Payton, uh, Jared Goff. Azerstat here, he led the NFL with eight completions that that were eight completions to the one yard line, including one last night to Khalif Raymond. After those eight completions, six of them were followed by Jamal Williams rushing touchdowns. One of them was followed by a Jamal Williams fumble, and one by a touchdown pass. So eight completions down to the one-yard line for Golf. Most in the NFL, only one of them was a touchdown. Jamie, if if four of them or and you know only one of them ended up with a, with a touchdown pass after, if four of them had become touchdowns instead of one, he would have been QB. Uh, QB six for the season and QB eight per game.
2: Do you have in front of you, don't go look for it because it doesn't really matter, but do you have in front of you, how many of those were on the road? <laughs> no. How many of those throws or how many of those touchdowns? How many of those situations no. where they ended up on the one yard line was on the road? Because he was great at a home. A number of them. Most passing touchdowns of any quarterback this season at home. And he was obviously very mediocre as a fantasy quarterback on the road. Only one good game on the road, which was at Carolina two games ago. Sorry, three games ago at this point. Um, I, I think he's going to be, Dave said it, they're going to be a, a trendy pick in a lot of ways. And I think off from a fantasy perspective, will be trendy as well. It's a good offensive line. It's a receiving core that's that's you know clearly going to get a boost with with Jameson. I'd like to see what they do with Chark if they bring him back as well. Um, not that they need him if Jamison is Jamison, but you know, it's uh it it it's a, it's a quarterback that if you do decide to wait, and especially if you want to take two guys later. Uh, a golf Russell Wilson pairing could certainly work. A golf Trey Lance, you know, if you're looking for upside, can certainly work. You know, so golf was pretty, pretty consistent. Again, mostly at home, but pretty consistent. So uh, with what what's coming for them, again, and I'll say this, like I said on, on the last time we talked about this keep Ben Johnson, please. Um, you know, if you don't yes. get, if he doesn't get a head, head coaching opportunity, but he was so good for this Lions offense from the end of last season through the majority of this year.
0: Okay, and I uh, think one thing that's going to scare people a little bit is we saw Eli Mitchell play yesterday, and he had two rushing touchdowns. McCaffrey had a receiving touchdown, but if people don't pick McCaffrey as their number one running back, it will be, I think, because they're worried about a split. So we did see it yesterday, and McCaffrey—I'll give you the numbers a little bit later when we talk about our top twelves. But his numbers with Eli Mitchell healthy and without it might honestly be twice as many fantasy points. I didn't do the averages, but it'd be three times as much. It's insane. Uh, not as insane as this incredible deal you're getting on Sportsline. Use the code TACKLE. Sign up right now for Sportsline and use the code TACKLE and get your first month for 99 cents. And it's extremely affordable after that, and it's great advice if you want to do any sports betting. Sportsline is, is an amazing resource for you and for player props and for fantasy. Uh, great content. It's not... It's a computer model that gives you predictions. It simulates games over and over and over again and gives you great predictions. But it also has terrific writers, and we tell you which writers are hot. We're very transparent about it. So go to sportsland.com, sign up, see what it's all about. We'll see what it's all about without signing up first. But then sign up and use the code TACKLE, and you get your first month for 99 cents. All right, news and notes. Aaron Rodgers is uncertain about his future. He'll make about $60 million if he plays next year. Um, Rich Sirianni said Jalen Hurts was hurting bad. And yeah, he scored eight and a half fantasy points. He ran only 13 yards. but Is Rich Sirianni Nick Sirianni's dad? Yeah, Rich Sirianni is... Um, is <laughs> Nick Sirianni said Jalen Hurts was hurting bad. And uh, it's a good thing they got the bye. It was dicey. Mike Williams left with a back injury. It doesn't seem that serious right now. Seems like he has a good chance to play. Um, but Joey Bosa may have... Aggravated his uh, his groin injury for the Chargers, so mm-hmm. that right now you got me thinking. Did I say the right Bosa? Because I said the wrong Zuriati. <laughs> I, I think I did. John Bosa, the dad.
2: Yeah, we're gonna have to check in with Papa Bear.
0: Uh, Tyree Kill left with an injury. He's okay.
2: I don't know. I mean, he kept coming back in. He was actually on the field for their last punt return. I think it was to set up the. He was returning it. Yeah, the the field goal. He didn't. He didn't actually return the kick. But um, <clears throat> no, it'd be he was back there. He. Uh, I'm gonna guess he's fine
0: okay uh Dalvin Dina cook Dina le- Anderson
2: interviewed him on CBS Sports HQ afterwards so I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess he's fine. okay.
0: <laughs> Dalvin Cook left with a knee injury but he returned. Uh, let's give a shout out to Russ Yeast safety rookie safety for the Rams He was hospitalized with a pulmonary contusion. He's doing well he's in stable condition and we're thankful for that. Good. The Bears have the first pick in the draft because they lost and the <laughs> Texans won miraculously and they went for two. Uh, but you know what cautionary tale. This happened to the Lions 10-ish years ago, whatever it was. And the Raiders got the number one pick, and they took Jamarcus Russell, and the Lions took Calvin Johnson. What happened
2: to the Jets and the Jaguars?
0: But the Jets weren't week 18. I thought it was week 18. The Jets won in like weeks – no, sorry. It would have been week 17. It was like 15 and 16. They won weeks 15 and 16. Don't quote me on that unless you know for sure. It was either 14 and 15 or 15 and 16. They beat the Rams, and then they won the week after. They won the week after. They lost week 17, though. Uh, but yes, they ended up with Zach Wilson instead of Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> Oops. Um, and then the and then the Texans fired Lovey Smith, and the Browns fired defensive coordinator Joe Woods. And day of the Saints restructured Michael Thomas's contract. What did you make of that?
3: It's to make it easier for his cap hit to be spread over the next two seasons. He will not be a Saint next year. I don't believe.
0: Tom Brady is seven and zero against the Cowboys in his career. Um, I did notice from Week 18 that DK Metcalf had a terrible game facing a lot of Jalen Ramsey, and he struggles against t- in tough matchups. He does. So next year, uh, the schedules are already out. Not you know not the weeks, but the, the, opponents, the opponents are out. He's going to face Arizona twice. He's never good against them. He's going to face Jalen Ramsey twice. He's going to face San Francisco twice. He's going to face Trayvon Diggs. He's going to face the Eagles' cornerbacks. He's going to face Denzel Ward. If J.C. Horns becomes a great corner, he's facing him. He's going to face the Ravens' cornerbacks. He's going to face and Jeff he's Okuda face it with a
2: rookie quarterback halfway through the season.
0: Possibly, and he already torched Jeff Okuda this year. He's had some good games in some of these tough matchups, but it it does really cap his ceiling. So it is something to think about for DK Metcalf. All right, let's uh, let's take a break. When we come back, our top twelve players in PPR for twenty twenty three.
1: eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential.
4: shopify.com slash Podcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash Podcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. shopify.com slash Podcast.
0: All right, guys. Was this a difficult exercise for you, Jamie? Uh, how would you characterize making your top 12 for 2023?
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, it's always a little, you know, uh difficult because there's so many things that are still uncertain for example um if you told me josh jacobs is back with the raiders and their quarterback is i don't know maybe tom brady with an improved offensive line he would be a first round pick but the fact that he's a free agent and if he returns to the raiders there's no idea we have no idea what the quarterback might be or the um the line might look like there there's reasons to be concerned about that saquon barkley where is he playing next year um so there there's there's questions i think with a lot of players you, you mentioned it when we talked about this last week if tony pollard is back with the cowboys and zeke is gone and there's nobody of significance playing alongside him or in the same backfield with him he has first round potential if not top five potential so there's lots of things that still have to be answered but for right now uh just going on what we knew what we know from a year ago you know i i think you could feel pretty confident probably about 10 guys and then you know just kind of Hope you get the other, other two to five, whatever case may be,
0: right. All right. Let's do it. Who's number one, guys? It's the Browns DST. <laughs> the new coach? You like it? Uh, what Mystery you got? coach. So this is PPR. I guess it doesn't really matter, but almost all of our drafts, when we do drafts, the three of us plus, you know, plus nine other people, are three receiver PPR leagues. But I don't think that would change anything if it were two receiver or three receiver. But uh, who's number one for you? It's Kelsey for me, as I said earlier.
3: I'm taking Justin Jefferson, without a doubt. I'm not messing around. It's in, i might I might change my mind in non-people. Uh, here it is. He's the running back guy. He's going. <laughs> well, listen. I gotta. I gotta be honest with you. Um, something might be wrong with me, and I, I. I might see a doctor. I might see a therapist. We've had a lot of talks about having counselors at our office lately, Jamie. <laughs> I only have five running backs in my top twelve. Wow. <laughs> Ooh. I've never, never had this feeling before, so it's kind of new to me, and it's kind of exciting to have a wide receiver at number one, and I like it. Justin Jefferson, at least 18 PPR points per game each of the past two seasons. He gets a ton of targets, scores a ton of touchdowns, really good player, et cetera, et cetera. I think it's the safest pick in the draft, Justin Jefferson.
0: Yeah. Unfortunately, he was not even close to as good as Cooper Cup. I understand the the drawbacks with Cooper Cup, but when Cooper Cup had Matthew Stafford, I mean, you take away the last game that Cooper Cup played, it was with uh, a backup quarterback. Cup, av- Cuff Cup was a lot better. He was like two to three points better per game than Justin Jefferson when Cup had Stafford. Um, but I understand, you know, Cup's older. Rams offense is iffy. We didn't even I mean know who their coach is going to be. Well,
3: Right. Who's their coach? Yeah. Who's their quarterback? Because if the coach leaves, does the quarterback stay?
2: There's a lot of meeting Cooper with the Cooper media Cooper. today, so I'm sure he'll answer that question. Yeah.
0: Um, all right. So why don't we do our top six? And then we'll do seven through twelve. Jamie, give me your top six.
2: Uh, Justin Jefferson, Christian McCaffrey, Austin Eckler, Jonathan Taylor, Jamar Chase, and Cooper Cup.
0: Jefferson, McCaffrey, Eckler. Who'd you say? Taylor.
2: Taylor, Chase, and Cup.
0: Taylor, Chase, Cup. That's Jamie's.
3: Dave? We have the exact same top six with one exception. I have Saquon Barkley where Jamie has Jamar Chase. So, Justin Jefferson, CMC, Eckler, Jonathan Taylor, Saquon Barkley, Cooper Cup.
2: And I have Heath's too, Adam, if you'd like that. His top, top. Yeah. Yes.
0: One through six. Uh, Heath's
2: top six are Justin Jefferson, Christian McCaffrey, Cooper Cup, Saquon Barkley, Austin Eckler, and Jonathan Taylor.
0: Okay, so similar names. Jamie does not have Barkley in his top six, seven. You got him?
2: Barkley? Uh, he is, I believe, eighth behind Travis Kelsey. Okay. Uh,
0: nobody has Kelsey in their top six, except for He's me. nine
2: for me. I'm sorry. I have Tyree Kill, him.
0: Uh, okay, I have Kelsey one. So Jamie goes Jefferson. Everybody goes, uh, Jamie and Dave, we'll leave Heath out of this. Jamie and Dave go Jefferson, McCaffrey, Eckler, Taylor, one through four. And then five for Jamie is Chase. Six is Cup. Five for Dave is Barkley, and six is Cup. So I'm guessing you have Chase seven, Dave? Yes, I do. And for me, I go Kelsey, McCaffrey, Jefferson, Eckler, Chase, Cup. So why should I not take Travis Kelsey with the number one pick?
2: I mean, the the clear answer is is age, and at some point there's going to be a fall-off. And so, you know... The, the risk that you have by doing that is, you know, putting yourself in, in the situation, which could also happen to Austin Eckler, based on his age at his position, uh, who's going to be 28. But, I mean, look, the guy's been uh, an unbelievable stud, as, uh, as we've noted time and time again on HQ, just because I've seen the graphic. He is six points per game better than anybody else in PPR this season. At his position, and so if you take a touchdown away from him on a weekly basis, then he's back to the field. So it's it's easy to see why you're doing it. Um, But I guess the 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 concern would be as as he continues to advance into his 30s, there's going to be a situation where the the cliff comes, and Father Time is undefeated. So I'm just a little bit nervous about that. Me too. Yeah, yeah. I mean,
3: you just you just have to weigh the risk of it all.
0: I if understand, but that's the only I,
3: risk. I, I, I kind of feel like you'd be making a lot more sense. He's a well, little it, older. It, sorry, go ahead. He's a little older. and I mean, uh, imagine if the last six games he had played were the first six games of the season. What would we be saying about Travis Kelsey? Didn't score in any of them. Did have 10 for 105 against Houston. Uh, and then 6 for 113 against Seattle. So he took advantage of two really favorable matchups. But otherwise... 11 or fewer PPR points.
0: Yeah. Look at the last three games of 2021. He was terrible. terrible right? And then he went in the playoffs and, and he, he averaged a hundred yards per game in the playoffs. So he, I would say that so I would like to the see first him finish thing that I'm going to watch for. Yes, me too. Me too.
3: Yeah. We, we want to see if he's, if he rocks it in the playoffs and if he does, that'll make you feel better about taking him with a first round pick. And it's just the matter of, you know, how badly do I want that advantage at tight end over the rest of the league?
0: Well, this well, is the other, the other it part enough, of
3: it though, is
2: Adam you want it bad enough you're taking him number one th- th- but but I think that comes down to also you know you 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 get assigned your draft pick you know several leagues obviously you can choose your draft pick you get assigned your draft pick. we're all saying he's a first round pick yeah so whether it's you know in Dave's case I think he was the lowest guy if I remember correctly from our, yep. our Sunday show yep um and and I think I was the highest of, of the three of us uh, at seven I think he was was somewhere right right around there um so you're you're just saying I'm just trusting the positional advantage that I'm getting six spots more than where I would take him. If what, what these people are telling me to take him, where, where these analysts are telling me to take him, Mm -hmm. you know? And so if you pick third and that's, you feel is the best player, then that's the guy you take, you know I mean? That's just the nature of how you draft, you know? So it's understanding what's available to you in round two and three and four, you know, just how you're going to build out your team. And so, that's that's the decision you have to make. If you really want Kelsey that badly and you have the first pick, then you take him with the first pick. Yeah. It's pretty
0: simple. Well, the other element is you got to see you got to see how the mock drafts play out and you got to see which running backs and wide receivers are available to you at the 2-3 turn. And that's whether you're picking one, two or three, whatever you want to take Kelsey, you got to see who's available there because if you're telling me that, you know, this if I had taken Kelsey number 1 this year for 2022, I could have taken Tyreek Hill and T Higgins and AJ Brown and all those guys at the end of round 2 and 3. And that would have been great. I don't know who's going to be there this year, but that's why I want to do this mock draft and see how it plays out. I'm more concerned about running back. If I don't take a running back at one, two, or three, or whatever, and I take Kelsey, you know who's left? Who's left for me in rounds two and three if I want to go hero RB and get a great one? Are they all gone by then? So I feel like I'll be able to get one or two really good wide receivers that I'm excited about. I don't know about running back, but that's that's what it is. You know, I could I could obviously this is all subject to change, but it's definitely well, the most important thing is going to be do I feel good about the running backs and wide receivers at the 2-3 turn? Because I know I'm not going to feel good about the tight ends.
3: Two things. Number one, I'm going to give you some names of running backs. You tell me if you'd be excited to take any of them at the 2-3 turn. Mm -hmm. Nick Chubb. Yes. Dalvin Cook. Maybe. Tony Pollard. Cam Akers, maybe? No, not Akers. Okay. Uh I think those are the types of running backs that you'll find at the 2-3 turn.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Well, I, you know, I, I G- think Devonte? if you commit to this though, you almost commit to just not a zero R B but a modified zero R B and just you know, you look at the receivers that are coming back to and, and that's where the second part of what I wanted to say comes into
3: play. I think receiver is gonna be really juicy when you get to rounds three, four, five, six. And we said that this year too. <laughs> we did, and there were and but there were a lot of veteran receivers in that mix. I love so many guys in the in the twenty twenty two class. Yeah, you know, we already talked about I already talked about Jameson Williams and Christian Watson at the top of the show. And there's that's one you said you weren't there. taking. <laughs> one of them I'm I, listen. I, I will take Watson if he falls enough. I'm just telling you I would take Jameson Williams first. I'm not gonna be in love with Watson if he doesn't have Rodgers today. I think he's your got words Rogers were, I'm Adams not drafting any those backers. Back. Right. Well, <laughs> I, I would change my mind if Aaron Rodgers is back. Look, and so for now Aaron Rodgers is there. I would take him if he's there in round five in our draft today. I would take him. But yeah. there's others in the class besides those two. I think you'll find a lot of those guys. I think you'll find a lot of other receivers that'll be a good value in that range. Yeah. You want to call it the dead zone because that's where Allen Robinson and DJ Moore went. You know, you, you could say that for wide receivers. But I, I think that'll give you some confidence to try something extreme, like taking Travis
0: Kelsey early on. Okay. Um, all right. So let's do six through seven through twelve. And Jamie, your first six were Jefferson, McCaffrey, Eckler, Taylor, Chase, Cup, um, timeout actually. Let's talk about Jonathan Taylor here. And, um, you know, was it just what what happened? I mean, they, they were the second worst offense in football. Their line was really bad. Um, why the confidence in him to take him once again, Jamie? And then I'll ask you the same thing, Dave, as a top five pick. Jonathan Taylor.
2: He's 24. <clears throat> He's a year moved from being the best running back in football and I think if you're the, the Colts, you, know, you still have some, some pieces on the offensive line to build around, the biggest one being Quentin Nelson, who still has a chance to be an all-pro guy this year. Uh, the quarterback obviously has got to be addressed, and I think that's the, the clear you know, focus of this, of this team along with getting a, a new head coach. So I'm confident that they'll, they'll make those uh, proper adjustments. But really it's more about buying into the player at his age, at his you know, ability level. And I still think that he's got the upside to be the number one running back in fantasy, or, or certainly in the conversation. You know, he, he's got to be involved more in the passing game to get to that level again. But uh, you know, he he's he, he just has so much upside if everything is right around him. And again, that's what we're talking about here. You know, that's why it's it's, it's early rankings. If if they come back with another Derek Carr replacement for Matt Ryan, and you know, uh, don't don't find the right head coach because nobody wanted to take that job. You know, I, I'd be concerned. Let's say if it's Harbaugh, for example. Um, so, you know, bad coach, bad quarterback, don't address the line, then yeah, Taylor's not worth taking in the top line.
3: Right. We're assuming that they do a decent job at quarterback, do address the offensive line, and they have a good play caller. Just a reminder of what Jonathan Taylor's upside is. In twenty twenty one, he averaged twenty one point two PPR points per game. Yeah.
0: Sexy. That's basically what Justin Jefferson averaged this year, uh, for some context. Okay. So let's do uh let's do seven through twelve now. Who you got, Jamie, starting at seven.
2: Uh, Kelsey at 7, Tyree Kill at 8, Saquon at 9, Stephon Diggs at 10, Devontae Adams
0: 11, and Kenneth Walker 12. Okay, wait. so Kelsey, Hill, Barkley, Diggs. Devontae and Walker. Oh, Ken Walker, okay.
3: Uh, Dave, who do you got? We have the same names in our top 12, just a different order. Chase is 7th for me. Stefan Diggs is 8th. Tyreek Kill is ninth. You can see that I've got a big wide receiver run through the middle of the first round. Devontae Adams is 10th. Now I've got Kelsey at 11 and Kenny Walker at 12.
0: Okay. I think I have everybody the same, except I have Mixon in there and not Walker. So I went uh, seven through 12 for me was, who was six for me? Cup? Sorry. Yeah. Six for me was Cup. So I went Tyreek Hill. Um, seven. Stefan Diggs. Jonathan Taylor is nine. Barkley, 10. Mixon 11, Adams 12. For Adams, just, you know, got to see what what the situation, who's who the quarterback is. And I do think, I didn't have a chance to break this down, but I do have a feeling there's a pretty big difference between Adams with Renfro and Waller on the field and without them because he was going crazy while they were hurt, right? I mean, it'd be, yeah, I think that so was we're his choice. I don't really
2: and, judge that until I see who the quarterback is because that's that such a huge situation, I think.
3: I mean, he yeah. had a pretty huge game with Stidham against the Forty ers and Waller and Redford. Yeah, no, on the for field. sure.
0: Yeah,
2: and it's not like he was bad at the start of the season either.
0: All right, so Ken, there are so many running backs. I think I think we're we're developing a consensus here of McCaffrey, Eckler, Jonathan Taylor, Saquon Barkley as the top four, and then it gets pretty interesting after that. You guys have Ken Walker as your RB five, right? He's the I fifth one out. Out.
2: I think that's a team that has the ability to reshape their roster. or imp- I shouldn't say reshape, re- improve their roster, you know, with the draft capital that they have that they got in the Russell Wilson trade. While if they didn't want to take a quarterback and just say, okay, we're going to go with Geno for the next two, three years, and then maybe find a quarterback after that, then it's all at the offensive line and the defense. And so, you know, the, the Kenneth Walker, the Kenneth Walker third, Ken Walker can be just an absolute stud for the next several years. But the there's two guys I think that can – that can crack. I should say that there, there's, there's three or four guys I think that can crack the top 12 for me. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson with the right offensive coordinator and no Damien Harris. Tony Pollard without Ezekiel Elliott and no significant competition. A healthy Brees Hall if he's 100% ready to go by training camp. And a healthy Javante Williams with the right offense around him, too. You know, those guys can all potentially crack the top 12 if you want to
0: go heavy at running back. You didn't say Mixon.
2: Mixon, I think, is, is in the conversation, especially if you look at what he's done the last three games as a receiver, 20 targets, 17 catches. That guy with the touchdown potential that he has would be a top five running back. Yes.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm very conflicted on him. He's, he's RB six per game this year. And just unfortunately, so much of it was the Carolina game where he scored five touchdowns. Um, he's pretty disappointing other than that. He had two games all year with more than 18 points. And and honestly, yep. it just comes down to one thing. He really sucked as a runner. 3.9 yards per carry. That is really terrible. But he had 60 catches in 14 games. I mean, the role in the passing game was all season long. But the problem for Mixon is he's not their third down back. So all it would take is Burrow not throwing to him as much on first and second down. And then what do you have? You've got an inefficient you got Najee Harris, right, on a better offense. He should score more touchdowns. I think that was a huge problem for Mixon. He scored nine touchdowns this year. Five of them came in one game. For most of the season, he just wasn't scoring. But I, I just, I think the only thing that's going to hold people back, and they can admit it or they can make fun of me or whatever, is definitely how how inefficient he was. You know, if this guy had been averaging four and a half yards per carry, he would have had a monster season. But I just don't know if he is that kind of runner. I, I'm almost running out of hope for him. He's had a pretty, pretty below average career as a rusher. I always put it on the offensive line then they went out and they got three new starters and nothing changed he should have had a monster year and he was lucky to finish his rb6 but in terms of being on a bet like his offense is going to be better than ken walker's offense um you know he's going to have you know so like he's already set up he's just kind of not sexy right now joe mixon but he's he's
2: also safe if he to keeps that the career run. arc of when you got to start to worry he'll be 27
0: yeah, I think he's. I'm not really worried about him. Yeah. No,
2: no, no. I don't think you will to be worried about this year, but he's getting there.
0: Fine from a dynasty standpoint, but that's that's one thing. But he should still be able to have one more great year. But right. But
2: all
3: those things great. that you said, Adam, I still don't think he's going to make it back to the turn at two, three, and be <laughs> one of the running. <laughs> no backs no chance. Get, there's no way. No chance. So there's going to be enough demand for him where he'll go at worst the middle of the second round.
2: Yeah, that would be a terrific. Yeah, for me, he's top 15 pick. He's just he's just behind Ken Walker.
3: Yeah. He's a little further down for me, but
2: he's like, I would take him at this point over Derrick Henry and I would take him over Josh Jacobs.
0: I would not. So you guys had the same 12 players, right? Yes. And you both started. No, that's all right. Too many names. Jeffrey, you both started Jefferson. We'll We'll just tell you in mid August, Jefferson. It's just too many. People get confused. Trust me. Jefferson, McCaffrey, Eckler, Taylor. That was your top four. Um, Dave went Barkley Cup. Jamie went Chase Cup to round out the top six. Then it was, you know, same names but different order. For Jamie, it was Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, Barkley, Diggs, Adams, and Ken Walker. For Dave, it was Chase at seven, then Diggs, Tyreek Hill, Adams, Kelsey, Ken Walker. So how about the difference with Barkley here? Dave, you had Barkley fourth. Jamie, you had him eighth? Ninth? Yeah, ninth.
2: Yeah, it's just the uncertainty right now of what his pre-agency status
0: would be. My bad. Fifth for Dave, ninth for Jamie. Okay, so you're saying it's the uncertainty of his status. Uh, Dave, your thoughts on Barkley at five?
3: I'm kind of assuming that the Giants find a way to keep him. And worst-case scenario, he's back on the Giants, working with Brian Dable, catching passes and taking handoffs from Daniel Jones. This year, that worked out pretty well for him. He had over 15 PPR points per game. I think he's got a chance to do a little bit better than that next year, especially if an upgrade or two is made along the offensive line, and if the defense improves a little bit as well, further kind of protecting Daniel Jones from having to throw a ton and letting the offense stay around Saquon Barkley, who will be in his age 26 season, that's, that's how I'm viewing him. I think he's still going to be one of those few running backs that will get a ton of work and be very productive for fantasy managers. And you know me, I don't want to miss out on those types of players.
2: Just don't overpay him. That does not work out well for these guys.
0: No, and they will. Um,
3: and Tyree, it depends on what you think overpay means for a running back. Anything over a dollar.
0: <laughs> I mean, if they could do... Matt Breida is the starter. Three years. If they could do a shorter deal, like three years and 50-something the, the,
2: the I don't know this for certainty, but I would imagine just as running back deals have come down, it's not going to cost them as much because they have to pay Daniel Jones at this point.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, they do. Tyreek Hill is interesting, you know. The end-of-season numbers are going to be skewed by all the Skyler Thompson stuff and even a little bit of the Teddy Bridgewater stuff, but if you want the 17-game pace for Ty- for Tyreek Hill in only the game that Tua started and finished was 119 catches, 1,768 yards, and 10 touchdowns on 173 targets. That's a top-five player right there. Yes. Um... That's why I only had two running backs ahead of him. I think.
3: Are you sure we know who his quarterback is going to be next year?
0: No. I, yeah. Well, yes, unless it's the concussions are so bad that he has to retire. But I don't think they're going to change quarterbacks. I assume well, it's going might. to be Tua. They tried to last year. I assume it's going to be Tua. They don't even have a first-round pick, right? I mean, what are I'm they going ranking
3: him as if it's as if it's Tua.
0: They don't have a first but, round pick, do they? Maybe could they maybe be they do. Better, have one. And it could also get worse.
3: And I think some people might be a little squeamish of getting Tyreek, knowing what his numbers what was his 17 game pace in games not started by Tua.
0: I didn't do that. It's so skewed because it's it's right. There's a lot, so lot of so Skylar Thompson in, the in there, and that's terrible. But
3: even with Teddy, fine. What's his pace with Teddy? It can't be as good as what it was with Tua, can it?
0: I don't know. I mean the Minnesota game was great. Yeah, the Minnesota game was great, but that was a Thompson game. game Teddy right yeah teddy wasn't so bad for him so skylar thompson right. was and that's that's about it um mccaffrey let's finish up with with some mccaffrey talk here so let's let me get you the uh the numbers right so he was number two per game in ppr number four per game in non-ppr all right so he played seven games with elijah mitchell no he said seven games without elijah mitchell he scored 25.8 or more ppr fantasy points in five of those seven games that's incredible so let's just round up. 26 or more PPR fantasy points in five of seven games without Mitchell. Four games he played with Mitchell, he did not score more than 18 points in any game. You know, coincidence probably a little bit, but there's something to that. So how do you guys uh, factor that in, Dave, the the Elijah Mitchell problem?
3: That's it, It's a significant issue, but I don't think it's enough to make you run away from taking Christian McCaffrey.
0: No, you know, but, but you're taking him too. you know, that's, I'm not running away from him, but is that like, a case to if you want me to build a
3: case against Christian McCaffrey? There's, there's three prongs to it. Number one, it's that Elijah Mitchell or somebody else will take work away from him. Number two, we, you can't forget about what happened to McCaffrey in 2021 and 2020. I'm not using that as a excuse anymore, obviously, but it, it's something that's got to be in the back of your mind. It'll probably just make you want to draft Elijah Mitchell When you get to round nine or round 10, just so you've got that backfield locked up, that's not a bad idea. And number three, what's been the track record of the running back position since Kyle Shanahan arrived in San Francisco? Year after year after year, it's been a different dude leading the way. Now, if there was ever a guy to break that trend, it's Christian McCaffrey. But it's still a trend that you got to pay attention to. And if you're okay with all three of those things, especially making sure that you get Elijah Mitchell in, like what I said, round eight, round nine in that range you're taking them and you're probably not thinking twice about it.
0: Okay. Jamie, uh, what do you think about the Mitchell splits?
2: I don't think it's enough of a sample size to say that that would have been the norm, you know, especially after Garoppolo got hurt, you know, so would they have leaned on both guys? You could probably make the case that that the answer is yes to make sure that their run game was just carrying them. Um, But he's been such a reliable weapon for a young quarterback like Purdy Think about their quarterback situation going to be next year. Young quarterback or young quarterback. You know, they're moving on from Garoppolo. So the Trey Lance-Brock Purdy competition, you know, could could either very much benefit McCaffrey if it's Purdy again, but it could also be another guy that's going to run the ball as well with with Trey Lance. We've never seen McCaffrey with a running quarterback like that this young. It was Cam Newton at the end of his tenure when he was, you know, with, with McCaffrey. So... um there's a lot of things that play here with him, but I, I think you just look at what he's been able to do in the in the, again another small sample size, but the small sample size with the 49ers and you just got to love that they spent so much capital to go get him, and depending on how this you know ends this year, if it's a Super Bowl run, uh, which I think a lot of people expect, why would you go away from that?
0: Okay, do you think he's going to be a Super Bowl run? Picking the Niners?
2: I think Niners get there. Yeah.
0: I'm going to take the Eagles. But you know, I don't know how healthy yep. Hurts is going to be in two weeks. That's obviously a huge deal. Uh, but they're the better. Defense What's that? Yeah, I, they're. I just think they're better than the. I just think they're the best team on paper. But if they, if it's be a real shame. I mean, I'm not going to shed a tear. But it would be a real shame if Jalen Hurts isn't fully healthy because they, they are right. a, a true. They were a truly elite team with him healthy.
3: And, and Eagle, a 49ers Eagles matchup will be a ton of fun to watch. But I don't. I don't even know if that's gonna be a top three potential matchup in the overall playoffs. I think just the AFC has a lock on on those like the big time matchups that you just must watch. And well, I mean, we, we might have a shot it. at getting two of them. In fact, we probably will get two of them. We could get that Bengals Bills game in the second round, and then the winner of that versus Kansas City for the chance to go to the Super Bowl. I'll yeah, be glued.
0: I wouldn't I mean I wouldn't discount a potential Jaguars or Chargers Chiefs game. I mean, it would be very tough for those teams, but those could be terrific games as well. Um Yeah, I'm I'm fired up. I mean, I can't wait. And uh,
2: you know, Are you fired up or fired because there was a coach that was just fired? Oh, who? Cliff Kingsbury
0: is out. Get out of here. Not a shocker. That's a pretty that's pretty big news. It's, a, it's it was expected though.
3: It was expected. He just got a contract extension this time last year. Not this time. This time, but you know, last year got a contract extension. And now he's fired.
2: Oh boy! It was uh, ten months ago. I mean, good work, Arizona.
3: Good
0: work. I, you know, where uh, where are you going to draft DeAndre Hopkins in an hour when we do our draft?
2: Um, when he's playing for which team? Let's see. Where is he going to be playing for next year? Uh, I think he gets traded. I do too.
0: That'd be a good thing because I mean he was, he was first round quality when when he came back with Kyler. His
2: points per game were amazing.
0: Yeah, yep. you know. I yeah.
2: think he is a third round pick. Agreed. Okay.
0: All right, no everybody. We uh, we recorded at eleven today. I think we're gonna do eleven a.m. Eastern on Mondays and Wednes Wednesdays and Thursdays, ten a.m. Eastern. If you want to watch us live, so you can always check the YouTube channel. We'll have the schedule up Wednesday for you. Day it's
2: Eleven a.m.
3: Yeah, seriously. Why do we have to change it around all the time? Oh, Could we can do people?
0: that. That's fine. I don't care.
2: And then we can go get lunch afterwards. Well, for Heath, it's dinner time at 11. So that's a tough <laughs> thing for him.
0: he <laughs> uh, will be fine. You hey, guys, by the, the 11, way, man. I don't know way, if we're going to have part a show way. next Monday, by the way. It might be Tuesday because of MLK, but go
3: ahead. Uh, props to everybody watching and listening. This is literally, we're recording this literally the day after the season ended. You're a real one if you're you're paying attention to fantasy right now. Oh, yeah. Props to you, man. Like, you want to win your league next year. That's
0: why you're paying attention. So, glad you're here. Very much appreciated. Okay.
5: Uh, We'll talk to you on Wednesday, everybody. See ya. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.